Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to CHGO Red Stars Podcast, presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. It's your girl, Sandra, here today with my friend, homie, and colleague, Clara Watkins, aka Scam Originator. We're here to chat about, you already know. All things Chicago Red Stars. Red Stars are going to be back in action this week, uh, making a return after the international break. Uh, Alyssa Nair, Mallory Pugh, uh, Bianca St. George's uh, representing uh, U.S. and Canada during uh, that weekend. The Red Stars were off, but now they're back in it. And uh, they're going to have a game not only today, if you're joining us live, uh, they're also going to have a midweek match uh, coming up next week against Kansas City. So there's a couple things that we're going to have to to get through here with everybody today. And um, I'm, I'm happy to do that with you, Claire. How are you doing today? I'm good. Yeah, a little bit of a slow NWSL couple of weeks. Um, it feels the tenor feels a little bit different, too, right? Because we've got teams with four or five games left. Um, so this definitely feels like it's very segmented. Like we went through this period of time where you had the big CONCACAF tournament or whatever. And then after that, there's been this extended period of mid-season maybe you would call it and now the season is actually very close to being over and so I think um yeah I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it I mean I don't know how you're feeling Sandra like I think this is the time of year where you're beginning to sort of see like there's this an arc to a season and we're in this sort of sloping area of it not just for Chicago but for a number of different teams and I find it both it's kind of like a melancholy feeling but also sort of a satisfying one you know how are you how are you feeling right now you know what? I think I'm uh, trying to just sort of keep things in perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we've been watching this Red Stars team kind of, I don't think it's unfair to say, like kind of overachieve a little bit just with so many of the new uh, faces that they've had on the roster, um, new members of the coaching staff. Um, and quite frankly, even like at this point, players who are like second or even third year players, but who are really just starting to see those consistent minutes for the first time as pros. Um, and just trying to remind myself to like where we were in the beginning of this mm-hmm. year, where we were just like, you know, com- not coming into this with like a ton of expectations for this team, just considering the type of off season that they had coming into 2022. Um, but now that we're in this kind of final stretch, knowing that they've accomplished what they've accomplished to date, 
I'm kind of in this pool, and, and I don't know if this is just like a women, like a women's pro sports thing in Chicago, because I know you and I have had similar conversations involving the sky. It's like, you don't want it to be for nothing. So I would really, now I'm kind of finding myself where I'm like, I think I said it last week, I'm like, I'm humbly invested, where it's like, I would really love that for these players if they they maintain the pace that they maintain are maintaining and, and make a playoff appearance. That's where I'm at right now. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's an interesting place to be with, with like you said, both Chicago teams. And I, I've been going through this this week thinking about the sky because, you know, after that, um, you know, af- even after game four with the sky, I was like, that didn't go great. I don't exactly know. I mean, obviously, I wasn't anticipating exactly what happened last night, but I was like, mm, it's not perfect. Uh, and yeah. so that thought of like, for, as a media member, your relationship to teams are a little bit different than, than that of a fan though. We are just like fans of the sky, but it's yeah. not always necessarily. Cause you're like, Oh, I want one team to win over another team or for like selfish purposes or cause you want to, you know, you, you, it feels good to win and it feels good to win a title. But I think the relationship that you get to it a lot in media is um, it's more just that you have something of a, like a, not a coworker, but kind of like a coworker relationship with a number of these players. And so you do see the work they put in week in and week out. And so over time, the attachment that you start to feel is like, Oh, I I know how hard these people have been working and you want that to turn into something for them. And I think every media member in every market has that. I'm not saying that it's like Chicago specific. I think that that's where a lot of those media relationships happen is just like, because you are so close to it and you see the work that's been put in, you want mm-hmm. that for those players as people as much as you just want like Chicago to win and, and whatever. And so I think that that's where I'm at with the red stars right now is I've seen how these players have come together this season and gotten just enough as the results we need. I mean, I talked about this a little bit in the piece I wrote, you know, they have had a little bit, I mean, they've struggled a little bit with, other playoff teams recently. I think their last win against a playoff contender was in June. Um, so they've been picking up the points they need against teams that they're firmly better than. I don't know exactly how they line up against the other playoff contenders right now. And so wanting them to take that next step, but at the very least, not wanting them to slide. Yeah, I am. Um, and I think maybe like this sort of is like, we're starting, we're, we're watching this team gonna they're gonna close out this this four game away you know portion of their schedule that they had right so they're gonna go on the road and face all rain but there's like this other underlining thing like within this final stretch of their season and that while maybe it's I guess it can be considered a little more balanced with the fact that they've got some home games you know coming their way but these are going to be against like other highly competitive teams like upper half table teams mm-hmm. or teams that are finding themselves in the midst of their own respective playoff push you know so this is like this it's almost like this new challenge i think is going to be presented to them a little bit where it's like okay so here was there was july they did what they did in july here was august that happened they that you know was the, the four game road trip this was going to this is going to be the fourth one and now it's like here's this next phase of you know, closing out the regular season and you're going to be closing out against, you know, what's going to be considered other heavy hitters or other contenders. Yeah. You can sort of see the, the yeah. schedule in front of you here, right? We're going to eventually dive into to all rain. We've got the midweek coming up against Kansas city current, but then you're talking dash Portland and angel city mm-hmm. to essentially close out 
your season, right? So I think maybe that's where we are a little bit right now. And it's interesting to sort of look at this team right now, where they are in the standings, looking at the schedule in front of them a little bit and kind of wonder like where, like where's the mentality at for them. So we see the, we see the table here right now with Red Stars in, in, in six and they've been hanging out in that, that final playoff position for a while now. Mm-hmm. This is, this is going on like several weeks. This isn't like, you know, this isn't like it just happened and it's like, Oh, it's like, you know, they, they just got to, to turn things around and maybe pick up a win here or a result there and they'll find themselves humoring something like a shield race right like no this is this is where this red stars team has been for several weeks now and similar to maybe the team just behind them in angel city where it's like gosh it's like what's got to happen for angel city to make the leap into the other half like i I think there's a similar narrative for chicago where it's like what did this what does this team have to do to get themselves some cushion or perhaps even in a better position going into the playoffs should they make the playoffs because this is a team that's shown us that they're better at home than they are on the road so i mean maybe you're looking at some other things like that you're like you're looking at like just setting some more realistic goals for yourselves i'm not i'm not saying that something like the shield is is unrealistic but um i think you also have to understand like the games are in front of you and what's left and the other teams in front of you who are also competing for something similar so mathematically are the chicago red Sox something for the nw's shield sure yeah that's like a that's a thing that you can say. Another thing that I could say is that like, what if we set like some more realistic goals and try to like maybe target some areas here where it's like you know you can go out maybe get a good result, a win, draw whatever against a certain type of uh, a club or team, and maybe try to give yourself some cushion. You know they did that last year. It's like did the Chicago Red Stars go to a, con- uh, a another consecutive playoff in 2021? Yeah. They did, and they did it as a, a quarterfinalist. They did it as a quarterfinalist. They didn't do it as a, as a semifinalist because the, the playoffs were. But they got top expanded. four. They got top four, and that was something that we that was like a little expectation that I think we had of this team last year. We were like, you know, if the Chicago Red Stars like fall out of top four. Is that maybe considered a little bit of a step backwards? And I think like because of the expectation that the club has put on itself. And the finishes that they've had in prior season, like prior seasons, like I think, yes, that is. I think if you're finishing outside of the top four, it's not where I think you want to be. If you're like a supporter, like you see where you're a supporter of the Red Stars and you're like, well, not top four, but hey, we're going to the, the playoffs. Like, let's celebrate that. And and I'm sure they will celebrate that in a certain um, in a certain manner if they do get five, five or six. But you're you're challenging yourself to go on the road again you're not you know you're not giving yourself the advantage of you know the home field and stuff like that which they have had for a couple of seasons now and we've seen that kind of aid them in the kind of in the, in the postseason so i'm i'm curious to sort of see like what type of energy or what type of urgency if any that we're going to see from this team moving forward as they go on to face oil rain as they go on to face the current of you know dash portland etc but I think that's where we are right now. You only got it. You can only like look at what's in front of you, which maybe that's a transition, like talking a little bit about like what's coming out of, of um, media availability this week with, with Petroselli and, and, and Milazzo. Like I was curious if like there's going to be a shift in that 
mentality, but it sounds like there's not. It sounds like they're still just like, hey, this is the game in front of us and this is what we're dealing with. I mean, and that's at least what they're saying, right? Yeah. I mean, I think it's that's what they're saying in media. Um, I mean, I think that's fine, I guess. I don't I mean, I don't really know exactly what to do with that, to be completely honest, because um, you know, that Louisville game was a great bounce back no doubt, yeah. but um, they're still dealing with four losses in their last six and their two wins were against teams that are at the bottom of the table. Yep. And so, and that's not who they're playing for the final four, five games of the season. Uh, so I think if they feel like that's the best way to approach this final run in, I mean, I get that. I totally do. Um, I think that you don't want to get too far ahead of yourselves, but I also think yeah. that uh, there can't be this element of like, there's room for, oh, this one didn't go well. That one didn't go well, especially when we've had a couple games where the Red Stars have conceded four or five goals. You know, those seem to me like games where you're like, oh, just not our day. Right. And there's room for that in an end of USL season, but not right now. And they're going to be playing teams that can drop that many on them if they're not fully engaged. And so I'm not saying that they're not going to be, but again, they haven't been amazing on the road. They don't do particularly well on the West Coast. Um, they did a night. I mean, we go back to like the Cheney days with OL Rain, and uh, specifically the Red Stars were able to deal with the narrowness of that field and kind of use it against the rain. Mm -hmm. And that's part of why the rain wanted to move out of Cheney in the first place is because the narrowness of that pitch did them a disservice. Though they didn't want to mm -hmm. talk about that either, but it's true. Yeah. And Lumen's a very different thing. Lumen's a very big field. And so when you have a Red Stars team that's playing in this three back that might not have everybody available or can be able to control possession as much as they would like in the midfield, if it turns into this sort of wide open game, the Red Stars have shown that they can give up multiple goals in that kind of a scenario. And so I'm interested to see what happens. I think that they do need to, they might not feel this way, but I do think that this game is a tone setter. The rest of the squad is is rested. I know Pew and St. George are not. Uh, St. George got to play actually quite a lot back yeah. down, down in Australia because um, Canada was without their starting outside back, Ashley Lawrence, and which is great. You want to see that. That's awesome. They got two very important wins. It was like great performance. But um, yeah, I think it's going to be a challenge. And, and you don't want to be too pessimistic about it. And maybe again, it's totally possible that this whole thing is just like, the shadow of that sky loss last night is just like yeah. hanging over this podcast too, but <laughs> it's just, but you know, it's like similar, similar. It is. It is right. I mean, yeah. just, we you're know, both, you know, <laughs> you're both wearing sky or well, we know, you're, you're wearing sky. Yeah, right? Right? We no longer you. believe in magic. Like we're just, yeah, it's fake. <laughs> it was all fake. What did yeah. Danny Colaprico say? I'm crying. I hope I can. Yeah, exactly. I know. Correct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it it yeah. changes your outlook. You're like, maybe it's like, we're like a little bit like, uh, we're like channeling our like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's like it, once more, but with feelings. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but it does, it, it's a, it's a shocker. It's a realignment of just like, yeah. it might not happen for you. And you, it's your job to stay on top of things and make sure that um especially if you are getting tired which i do think the red stars have looked tired in the last you know five or six games yeah poor danny danny yeah. i want to okay. actually talk to her about this eventually she's been a huge sky fan this season look um, she's gotta, been really gotta, engaged which is awesome to see we gotta get cola Frigo on the show Kirk yeah for real just, to talk, just to be sad just about to this chat this. yeah just, yep here welcome to cheo red stars where we talk uh, with cola Frigo about how sad we are about this um, but yeah, so I, I don't know. I mean, I think that the rain, the rain have their own absences. They're not going to have just Fishlock. They don't have Tobin Heath. Yep. Um, I, it'll be interesting to see how fit Megan Rapino is after getting a half hour on Tuesday. Um, 
yeah, we'll just kind of have no, to. That's important to know. I mean, yeah. you know, we're talking about like a little bit what what you heard out of, um, you know, the, the pre-match availability and then, you know, highlighting the availability reports for, for both of these teams. Quite frankly, again, Chicago, it's we've seen it all season. It's 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 the players who are on maternity leave, right? Turner Davidson and Aaron Wright is still um, nursing a uh, right ankle uh, issue. But, you know, on the other side of things, you've got the rain missing some pretty pretty impactful players, right? Whether it's somebody like Anna Angelina, who's who's out for the season, Fishlock, with that excuse absence. And I do wonder if with players that they had, you know, away for international duty, is, is this a game that's going to have like a lot of things that sort of cancel each other out? Like I'm right. very curious about, um, you know, the level of play that we might see between these two teams. I, 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 <laughs> I'm feeling like I'm in the final stretch here where I'm just going to like put on my full Chicago hat and just be like, I've got, Chicago as the winner every single game, baby. From here on it's out, hard, like let's it's just like hard to say. Yeah, let's just bring, let's just bring, let's just like bring that energy. It's like you know what they're gonna win every single game from here on out. Let's just do that. But I, I look at this one in particular, and I wonder: is this the type of game, Claire, that I would want to put money on if there was a winner and or a loser in this one? And I don't know if this is the type of game I would do that. But if you are, I just want to remind folks that points bet sportsbooks is counting down the days until the football season with a new offer every day until the season kicks off from now until september 8th which was yesterday so sorry if you missed out on that points bet power hour will unlock a new daily offer from 12 to 1 p.m central time you can sign up for points bet now using code chgo to get risk-free bets up to two thousand dollars please download the points bet app today and you can use code chgo to take advantage of the limited time offer make sure you go and sign on up and um yeah you know you can uh potentially get up to two thousand dollars in the anniversary free bets but you know i make the jokes about if this was a game or not to to, to to place your money on but i mean i'm hey look if you want to put your money on the draw like why why not see what happens i, I do wonder you know i think about like who who else like the rain even had you know participating during this international lot of cook played a ton yeah. of minutes you Sophia know Huerta did as well she yeah. we got to see where the you know very active in those games i just i do i do wonder like if we're looking at you know like individual like scenario like battles and scenarios like on the pitch like if there's some, like there, there's going to be some things that kind of cancel each other out and i'm like well and then you just don't have um you don't have somebody like a fish lock period how's it gonna look like what's the middle third this is not no all rain podcast but it is an interesting proposition especially after trading away ali watt right where um they felt like they had a a number of depth points that they could move and then now you don't have that player to rely on in a game like this one so um interesting to see but yeah i don't know i mean i think a draw would be great i mean i think that when we talk about magic numbers, right. The issue with playing other teams in the playoff picture is, is that it becomes like six point swings when you lose. So I think that not that they should go out there and play tight. I don't think that that works in their favor either, but um, they also should not play amped, <laughs> you know, you just want to, yeah. 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 I was going to say Lavelle's another one too, but she also played a lot in, in the last two games. So it's just hard, yeah. hard to say. Um, yeah. especially on that turf field, Lumen, Lumen turf is, is punishing. So, um, yeah. 
it's just who who knows who's going to be who's going to be playing tonight um question marks they just have big, yeah, yeah lots of them yeah yeah no 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 i feel that i feel that energy look i think Russell bell is always a player that you should feel uh, nervous about you know she's a dangerous player um uh, on the pitch uh i mean but i mean looking at those games like looking at these players who did come off of those national team games i mean they yeah did, do they have the minutes under the belt sure but did they also like look good in those positions and in those moments yeah i thought Roosevelt yeah. like was ridiculous during these two games against Nigeria and and Mel Pugh, quite quite frankly I thought she was really good on a ball uh, specifically like re- responsible for like ton of dead ball situations you know and I just um, yeah I don't know if we're gonna see like similar energy you know from from those two players in in this type of game coming up because of the minutes that they have behind them uh, coming off of these couple games um, Alyssa Nair got one of the matches you know so I'm assuming that she's like fresh and ready to, to, to go in, in a game like this. But in terms of like what I would like to see coming out of this particular game, I I, I, I want to see a result. Would I love a win for this team? Absolutely. But I, I just don't. I don't well, think. The, the other difference too is, you know, Chicago has the midweek after this game and, yeah. and OL Reign does not. So the good news is I think probably the reason why you schedule this game on a Friday is that it does give Chicago five days between mm-hmm. today and um, Wednesday. They do have to fly back from Seattle to, to Chicago. So that'll be an issue. Um, and, and as a coaching staff, you have to determine within that you're like, okay, do we have, we saw Portland struggle with this right before the break, right? Where it's like, do you do a full, do you do one full burn game and then do one like heavy rotation? Maybe this isn't our night game or do you, do rotation in both and see if you can piece together results with a rotated squad. And and so Chicago is going to have to determine that as well, because they have, um, they have the rain, they have Kansas city, and then they do have that, that third game the following weekend against uh, Houston. So you have to make decisions there too. But the other issue as well is like, well, there's only five games left. So that's a little bit of a scheduling frustration as well, that they do have this midweek, in this final kind of crunch time period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think uh, I, ideally, right. In an ideal world, maybe you just sort of close out and have a more kind of balanced schedule where it's just like week. To it's week been a to weird week. one. It's not even but, just the like really crazy schedule at the beginning of the season and then stretch. It's like they'd have like four games at home and then four games on the road and then three more games at home. Like Sandra and I, haven't been to SeatGeek since 84 years. July? It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a Is that right? Time. Like it's been weeks and weeks and weeks since since we've been there. So it's like, yeah. what even is this season? You know? What where what is Bridgeview? Yeah. Where's that? Um, no, I I feel that for sure. I keep I keep trying, I keep making mental note of where my credential is because I'm like, I'm yes, constantly I've been afraid like, that out of like like disuse, I'm going to lose my credits. <laughs> I have it on. I have it like hanging on the wall. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm at a con- I'm at a conference right now, but at, at my home, I'm, I have it like hanging on um, a wall with a tack. It's like don't forget this. Yeah, like, don't because this. I'm like when we'd come back to do it again, I'm like I'm gonna forget how I'm gonna forget something. Yeah, absolutely. I um, here's okay. Well, here's maybe like it's tough to to deal with maybe in absolutes, right? Coming off of the uh, the international break that we just had and with the final stretch of season in front of us, but. Here's, here's some things that we do know, like 
Zoe Morris, Tatum Malazzo, um, that's at this point, Amanda Kowalski, right? We know that they're not on the availability report. Right. And um, them along with some uh, along with some other players yeah. had some time off, right? Yeah. Uh Morgan Gatra not listed on this availability report. The assumption is that she may play some extended minutes. What that what that means, I'm sure we'll find out. Um and I think maybe that presents maybe a new scenario for the Red Stars. You know, I know we had talked about being curious about whether or not they were going to switch up the formation um, because of the injuries that just sort of have kind of kept coming or, or popping up. Um, do you still humor that with somebody like a Gatra who's slowly working her way back into um, rotation? So I think for this game, you've got, you know, a Zoe Morris, a Tatum Malazzo for Chicago that, you know, has the time. And then I think you look at Oral Rain, it's like Bethany Balser, someone who's probably going to be, you know, looking to have a, a good game, you know, and I just am curious is I think that's like a particular matchup that I'm going to be looking at, um, you know, in this game, are are there any areas of the pitch that you're going to try to be keeping a closer eye on maybe more than some others? Um, I mean, the game plan is working if they force the rain out wide, I think. Uh, and by the rain, I don't mean like Sofia Huerta. I mean, because she's going to be out wide anyway. But um, yeah. if they can disrupt, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Heidem has been playing in that position a little bit, though that has not, again, with the international break, it's not like they've gotten a ton of time to get into a groove there. Um, but yeah, you basically just want to match their front three with your back three and um, – hit your positioning well so that they're not getting into central spaces or like Lavelle is not penetrating that, that zone, right. Where the, the center center backs is or where the dual sixes are. Um, and that's as much up as up to the defensive midfield as it is, is the, uh, the defense. So I would say just that, that zone in front of the, in front of the 16 yard box, just like that defensive midfield area, I think is going to be crucial. Um, because I think the red stars, the way they're set up, they're able to defend predictable defending like or predictable attacks. Like they, the, what they really strive to do is, is render the other team's attack predictable. Um, they're not set up for overloads. They're not set up for breakaways. They're not set up for mistakes. And so if you can just keep the game in front of you and, and render the attack struggle, like render the attack into the same motions, even if it is, you know, maybe you get beat on a Sophia where to cross and that just is what it is because she's very good at that. But also, maybe you focus less on giving up the cross and more on like, okay, what are you doing with the players crashing into the box? Because you know that they're going to get those crosses off. But your job is just to make sure that they don't connect with anybody. Um, and we've seen the Red Stars have a good have good performances where they are able to actually force teams into sending in crosses, and then they do a good job defending the space inside. And so I think that is what I would say for the defense and then for the attack. Um, the rain have the ability to be very compact with their positioning, but they also like to play a high line at times. And I do think that you can draw Alana cook out. That is possible to do. Um, and, and then I think it just will come down to, you know, how cook is playing with Sam Hyatt, um, how defensive they have Lou Barnes sitting. Like, I think that there's a number of factors, but um, the thing, the issue though, and this is kind of comes back to my point about the red Stars struggling to get results against other playoff teams is I think, like, I don't think playing a high line against Chicago is a good idea. And I think that teams are not doing that because it's not a good idea. So I say something like, 
the rain have played with a high line at times. I don't know why they would do that against the Red Stars. Um, what we've seen with with a number of teams is that the best thing to do is sit in like a mid to low block and not give them any space up top and let them pass and pass and pass around and then force them into turnovers and move quickly. And that's the game plan. And so I think that opposition teams are going to have scouted that at this point and do everything they can to, to make that happen. So it's hard to predict because I can talk about how the rain would play against somebody else, but the way you play against Chicago is pretty clear at this point. Would you say for Chicago, it's a, in terms of their game plan, it's 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 only what they need to stick to to try to get uh, get a result against uh, Old Rain tonight. Well, I don't know if it's only what Chicago needs, but it is only what you need. Maybe <laughs> I don't know only what Chicago. If there's anything you can take away from me in this episode, is that I don't feel like I know a damn thing today. But <laughs> there's one thing I do know, and it's that Owen which stands for only what you need is a 100% plant-based protein shake that gives you nutrition that works as hard as you do. All of their products are free of artificial ingredients, allergen friendly, no gluten or dairy, easily digestible. And Owen and CHGO have partnered to give you an awesome offer. You can get 20% off your first purchase at liveowen.com. That's L I V E O W Y N.com with the code CHGO20. I might need to like get in on some of these products because I'm trying to have like a healthy girl fall and I might hey. need to, yeah, I might need to like, because I'm like eating a lot of lettuce. I'm eating a lot of greens and I'm just like, you can just hose all of that stuff and you're just like, what am I getting out of this? Yeah. I don't feel full. It's just water after a while, right? I know, right? Well, yeah, exactly. Water. So I'm like, maybe I need to start, like, maybe I need to, like, start bulking up. I need to start bulking up for the NWSL championship, you know? Yo, yeah, we do. Um, I feel you on that. Uh, I think D.C. in October might feel a certain type of way. Yeah. So we have to uh, start preparing for that, both mentally and physically, quite frankly. Um, but, uh, okay, so we chatted all around a bit, maybe, you know, talked about some of our predictions of what we might want to see there from from those two teams and um again i'm interested to sort of see how it plays out because it's just two upper half table teams five and six right now but they just are two teams who feel like very um yeah shout out to i was just going to talk about the the previous game like the two teams who are just like in very different um just kind of different phases in their season right now like this is not uh these are not the same two teams, basically, I think, that that they were in the summer when they went head-to-head, you know, and that 1-0 loss that Chicago handed all over. But, again, I think that sort of alludes a bit to Chicago and their strengths at home. Um, Laura Harvey and her reign teams – Laura Harvey and her teams in general that she's coaching in WSL have struggled in Bridgeview. Yeah. For whatever reason, they come to Bridgeview, and it's hard for them to get a win. I think the only time she got a win at Bridgeview, I think, might have been with Utah. I think at one point or uh, one of the later Raymond yeah. spots that she was with before, um, before departing to, to Utah. Um, but um, yeah, she's all, she's, that's like a running joke. She's like, yeah, I hate it here because I love the city, but I hate it here because it's like, it's tough for, for them to get a win out here on the road. So I think um, again, it's going to be a little bit different energy. I think going, playing over there in, uh, in Lumens and I'm sure Harvey's, you know, making mental notes of that um, as well. The coach, the coaching matchup is always something uh, I'm curious about as well. So I'm, I'm kind of eager to see how things play out, knowing who's available and who's not, and who's been on minutes restrictions or who's coming off of an international window. Because it's again, like it's that's those are maybe the similar things 
and similar scenarios for these two teams going into this this match, right? But looking ahead a little bit, coming out of, of this game, and because of us and our live schedule and how we link up with the community on every every Friday to talk uh, Chicago Red Stars with CHGO, um, by the time next Friday comes, Chicago will have played two games already. So we're going to kind of do a little bit of a double preview here for you all. So we've got this all rain game that we've chatted a bit about what we want to see, what we would like to see uh, coming out of this game. But Wednesday, September the 14th, Chicago is going to be going up against um, another upper half table team, team that's really hot right now, uh, going on a really long win streak. I think they're undefeated in like 12 games, uh, Kansas City Current. Um, and they are a team that's also kind of, you know, in a very different um, phase of their season than Chicago. They're in a different <laughs> phase of their season than they were even last year. You want to talk about a crazy turn of events. Um, Kansas City was largely in last place all of their inaugural season in 2021. And now here they are among the top three of the uh, standings. And when you want to talk about realistic um, chances for chasing uh, an NWSL shield, I think Kansas City feels like they've got a pretty good shot at that with their games remaining. Um, and this one, Chicago will be back at home for. So maybe that's a little bit different energy that we'll witness. And another thing, though, is something about it's been it's something about these Challenge Cup Central Division teams where the games are either just really weird or just really wild. And uh, you know, we saw Chicago go up against Louisville, and they. They dunked four on them. I don't anticipate that that would necessarily be a uh, similar scenario when they go up against Kansas City. Um, I'm curious how the midweek is going to impact both those teams um, come uh, September 14th. Yeah, I mean, Kansas City plays Gotham on Sunday. That's going to be a little bit of a different kind of a game, I think, probably than Chicago versus O.L. Reign. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I mean, I like Kansas City. I think that they're one of the more fun teams in the league this year. Um, they do like to play a higher transition style. They like to move fast. I think that, you know, the last game, the last game that Chicago and Kansas City played against each other, I really enjoyed that 2-2 draw. Mm-hmm. I thought that was great. I really, really liked it. Um, mm-hmm. So if Chicago's up for it, I think it could be fun. But if Chicago's tired, not up for it, I think that it could. Could um, be a long day. Could be yeah, a long, day, long so. night. Yeah. Long midweek match. Something, something curious that came out of um... – that came out of these United States friendlies against Nigeria is I don't know if, if, if folks out there who follow the Red Stars also follow the the national team, but these games took place on like a Saturday and a Tuesday. And during the broadcast, whether it was on Fox or whether it was on ESPN, we noticed a local ad that was running for Chicago Red Stars and it was advertising this specific match. Um, during that local ad. So it was like a Red Stars advertisement for the September 14th Kansas City current match. So I'm a little curious if if this is a game that um, they're targeting, the franchise is targeting to try to get uh, a good a good turnout um, on, in terms of it being a midweek match and stuff like that. So I'm a little, again, I'm a little curious as to how that's going to look. I think a late a late September or mid September kind of midweek match might uh, be a tough, tough sell. I think for some folks out there to try to, to try to make uh, make a game. I mean, I had I had similar issues with with the Sky game the other just last night, <laughs> like having tickets and having to 
end up uh, ending ending up selling them. So sometimes it's tough. So I'm I'm curious to sort of see if 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 any if they see a bump um, from that type of stuff. You know, with the with the dual ads that they ran for for both those games. Because I saw one during the first U.S. game, and then I saw one during that second game on on Tuesday. So I don't know. Like we're not going to know until the game kicks off and happens, and if that. Um, really impacts uh, attendance uh, by any means. But I, I, it did make me smile a little bit because I was like, well, I was like, maybe um, purchasing that type of time and having it for a, again, going up against a team that is technically like a, a Midwest team. Like maybe you're trying to target multiple folks to try to come out and see not just one team, but, but two teams. So it did make me smile a little bit. Um, that this was a game that they chose to kind of run those kind of uh, ads on. Yeah, I don't know if you saw them at all. I did. Yeah, I saw it on the first. Saw it on the first broadcast. Um, I I figured it was just because it was the next home game. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, yeah, or that too, right? Just the next one. Um, but yeah, I thought it was good. It's good to good to run TV ads. Um, who on um coming off of this August, um, we saw a, a handful of players like for for Kansas City Current. Uh, get voted to the August team of the month. So we saw Adriana French, saw I think it was Elizabeth Ball and Lola Bonta um, representing representing the current um, for, you know, strong performances, best 11 for the month of August. Um, I don't know if I like 100% agree like with French. I think French had an amazing like July. I don't know if I would say that they had like a really good August. Um, the current had a couple of games there. Uh, where they conceded like seven goals, like over like two games. I think there was that wild like four three game against uh, the Courage. There was that other one that was like three two that they just closed out with. So I'm just kind of like, um, you can get you can get some past the current apparently. Like you can you can. I think that's you true. Get, I, I mean, I think that it's kind of goals. a yeah. I mean, I think it's a by the nature of the way that they play. I think that they. Um, the ball moves when you play the current, the ball moves and, and the ball moves in two directions, <laughs> moves, moves yes. with the current, moves with the current and against the current. So, um, yeah, I think that, I, I think that that is just, um, by the way that they win though. Like, I, I think that you can get, get, you can get goals against the current, but I think that that is, I, I don't, I know they don't enjoy going down first and having to come back, but they're very yeah. comfortable with that. Uh, that has been a game state that they found themselves in many, many times over the last two months. And uh, I'm sure as much as they would love to just like lock it down and only score and have nobody else score, uh, it's been a winning formula for them. And so I think that my point being that if Chicago does score first against a team like the current, that is not, um, you can't get too comfortable with with something like that. I think that they're very, very good at coming back and, and they're very good at pushing tempo. And I think that... Um, the red stars sometimes concede tempo. And I think that that can be an issue for them as well. I'm curious if um, we will see like a, like a expanded minutes, I think over these next couple of games for somebody like Morgan or Tra, like, are we going to see her and how long are we going to see her possibly against the rain? And depending on that, go how that goes, will she be um, available and or a factor going up against a team like the current. Yeah. I mean, I would imagine that you're not like going to throw her in to a lot. Um, I think that uh, it's very, I would say that like a lot of stuff today, it's very hard to tell for two reasons. Reason number one is um, we don't know 
exactly how fit she is. Like, I think that that's been a, a key issue this whole time is we know that she's been on this recovery from this, this calf injury. Uh, we've had to sort of infer from that maybe the reasons why something like that could be so severe or why it could take so long to recover. Um, we have had to infer like the setbacks, were they fitness setbacks? Were they injury setbacks? When did they occur? What has been the linear timeline here? Um, and then so going into a, a week like this one, we have two questions. Question number one is, is it just about building up game minutes or is it a, we need to be careful or we're going to re-injure this, this issue. Yeah. And, and so without the knowledge of like, which it is, it's really hard to gauge how they're approaching minutes for Gatra. I am. Um, I'm curious to see how, how Kansas city, um, what, what type of shape they maybe present to, to the Red Stars because uh, something that I've liked about, about their games is that like we've seen them kind of be a little bit fluid at times this season like sometimes they'll come out they presented themselves in a bit of a three back of their own sometimes um sometimes they've had you know wing backs getting higher um we've mostly seen somebody like Kaylee mace um up higher for them this year uh is is something like a midweek match going to be something where we see that team be like i said like a little bit more more fluid against uh, a team like the Red Stars, but I, I'm leaning more towards maybe like, no, because I think you made a really good point earlier talking about that there's enough footage out there at this point on a team like Chicago and their systems and perhaps how to combat that. So um, I am a little bit curious to sort of see if, if we do see something um, a little bit more fluid from, from Kansas City. Because again, two teams, really different places than they were the last time they met in the in the regular season. Uh, Curran got the dub earlier, but um, they kind of did it in a way that was like they had Chicago in a bit of like a sleeper hold, if I recall that first game correctly. It just sort of felt like um, – it just sort of felt like they were just kind of lulling Chicago uh, a, a bit in that game. I think it was at home as well. Are you fact checking me? Please yeah, I'm like, look, I'm trying to remember. I'm not. Yeah, I believe you. I'm just trying to remember. No, 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 no. I'm like, uh, I'm even trying to be like, I'm pretty. Uh, I'm no, the only time, season. the only time they've played in the regular season was that two-two draw in Kansas City. Um, was it? Yeah, you're thinking of the Challenge Cup, I think. Am uh, I thinking of Challenge Cup? It was the last okay. Challenge. It's. It makes sense. It was their last Challenge Cup game, but yeah, that Am was I crossing wires. Game. Yeah. So I was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the the last time they played was was just that two-two draw um, in Kansas City, which I thought was was not too bad actually from either team. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that Kansas city is going to match midfields. I mean, I, I think that they'll, they'll yeah. utilize their, their wingers and, and their wing backs, um, in a way that you, like you said, I think it'll be malleable. I think that, like I said, you sitting in a lower block fits sometimes against the red stars. However, I think that Kansas city at this point has enough faith in their own identity that I don't know if they're going to do a low block because like, that's not how they play. But yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think their wingbacks are going to be given um, adjustments. So they're going to start out maybe at whatever level they're at, and then maybe they'll come back to try to gum things up, or they'll push forward to try to expose um, Chicago's three backs. So I, I think it's going to be an important game one on the wings. But we've also seen, I, to your point though, in that Challenge Cup game, and also like to that point, we haven't seen these two teams actually play each other that much um, in the last six months. Is mm. uh, is, is the Kansas city has had the ability to control the midfield against Chicago. It just hasn't. Um, and that was when they sort of made their comeback 
in that in that 2-2 draw was when they started imposing themselves on the midfield and so I think that's going to be a major factor as well would you would you say that with this being a semi quick turnaround Friday to Wednesday is much different than like a Saturday or Sunday but it's still a midweek match would you say that like perhaps the Red Stars might need every single advantage that they could including any potential dietary things that they might work in perhaps an extra protein shake or two yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yes, I think so. Uh, athletic greens might be a good idea. The one what I just like hesitated because the thing that um, you you mentioned that I was like, they might need help with is if it helps with like your sleep schedule, you know, your nutrition is like really important for sleep. <laughs> and so I was like, maybe, maybe if they, uh, if they, uh, um, get their get their athletic greens in, then they'll be able to get get good rest because that's that's very important athletic greens uh what is it that's the question 75 one delicious scoop you are absorbing 75 high quality vitamins minerals whole food source superfoods probiotics and adaptogens to help you start your day right it's lifestyle friendly it contains less than one gram of sugar costs you less than three dollars a day cheaper than your cold brew habit and to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com and i'm gonna say white socks chgo socks again that is athleticgreens.com slash chgo socks to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Love it. I'm I'm very proud of these transitions today. I think we've been doing a really good job. I'm trying. I think people can tell. I'm like struggling. <laughs> Sandra's <laughs> killing it. Sandra's killing it. I'm I'm, nah. I'm the dead weight here today. No, no, it's a, it's a team effort, right? Well, what did yeah. we hear last night? When is when is a team loses? Loses a team. That's right. <laughs> You guys, oh, you guys are always 10 and 10 on these ad rates. We're trying. We're You're trying. so good yeah, on this. Segway queen, scam yeah. goddess, segway queen, whatever That's you want right. to call it. We're trying to we're trying to make sure that, uh, you know, CHGO, like we, flawless with, with, That's right. with the ad rates. Uh, I don't know. You know what? Let's um, let's just be, uh, you know, ridiculous, optimistic fools. And let's just say Dubs all around. next time, next yeah. time we get together yeah. next Friday. It's gonna. We're gonna be talking about not just one but two dubs. Okay. Yeah, we need some That's good energy. Happen. We need some good energy. That's what's gonna I'm like, happen. I'm like, I know. I, I've like had this weird thing where I'm like, I know sports are like my job, but like <laughs> I what a, I'm like, I don't want to watch them anymore. They make yeah, me upset. I, the, yeah. I want them to win. I want them yeah. to win, and I want to talk about wins, yeah. and happiness, and joy. Um, yeah. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to manifest that together. Yeah. So uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us on CSGO Red Stars today. We appreciate uh, you all coming through and hanging out. As always, just know that the best way to support us in the work that we do here at CSGO is with a CSGO membership. You get access to podcasts and live shows every day on every team, quite frankly, uh, all across uh, Chicago. Uh, post-game shows, premium ring content. You can check out Claire's work at allchgo.com. You get access to merchandise, a free shirt when you become a member, and access to the members-only Discord at the CHGO Lounge. So make sure y'all tune in next week where hopefully we talk about a couple wins. Peace.